All right, guys, y'all welcome back. Uh, we finally got our schedules together where we can put out another podcast of us just talking through things. Um, this time we're going to concentrate on the first round, like a 12-team PPR. Um, we're just going to sit here and go through what our 12 picks would be and see what happens from there, how much we disagree on, how much we agree on. I'm pretty sure our consensus on the first one is all the same. It's going to be Jonathan Taylor uh, for me. Is that who you got? Yeah, I got Jonathan Taylor too. I I think, like I, I was talking to you earlier about, I think Jonathan Taylor is just – my first round pick has got to be someone that it, it is reliable. You know, they, they talk about how 52% of, of first-round picks flop and so you basically are looking for a guy. And for me, I'm looking for a guy that is going to be a top five guy that is going to play every day and has got heavy volume. And that's what I that's what I look for. So Taylor is my consensus. And if I get number one pick, it's it's Taylor for sure. All right. So I'm sure now we can start our disagreeing. Um, <laughs> we have had some quick conversations, nothing in in depth, but. Uh, I'm going to go with my number two right now, and I'll let you give your – I'm going with CMC. All right. So my, you go ahead. <laughs> my, my, my problem with CMC is you said it the other day, and every time we talk, man, if he's out there, he's the best thing we've got. You know, he's the best fantasy player. He's, he, he, he can do everything for a PPR, but – it's exactly what you said if he's out there and so i i just can't pick him right now and i can't see why everybody else is up on him i don't know what it is but you know 2018 i believe he came in the league in 2017 and one of the first things they said about him was he's not going to be an every down back because he's not going to be able to handle the pounding well he stayed in there 2017 also was a kick returner 2018, halfway through the season, I believe uh, Cam gets hurt and hurt his shoulder, and he was never the same after that. So he got a bunch of dump-offs and some crazy stuff there at the tail end of 2018. Well, in 2019, he went off. And so 18, he was a pick, and then in 19, he was the number one pick. After that, he's played 10 total games. And in those 10 total games that he played, six of them he came out because he got hurt. So he's played four full games out of those 10 games that he played in the last two years. So I just can't pick him first because he is so fragile. He's like a China doll to me. And right. when he gets hurt, here, here's the thing. if he, he They treat him because they gave him that big contract. They treat him like Mike Trout and my boy Clayton Kershaw, to, in my opinion. He gets a hangnail. He's out three games, and I just have a tr- I just have trouble taking him that early. I want somebody that's going to have some volume and is going to have some big numbers. And and my number two pick, I think he's going to have the same numbers as, as Taylor, and and has a high upside. And that's Cooper Cup. Oh, I'm I'm all over Cooper Cup. He's actually coming up almost next for me. Um, but back to – here's why I went with CMC at number two, and I was with you. I'll be honest. He would not be at number two if it wasn't for 
his quarterback now. I don't think, like it was in 17-18, he had to touch the ball every play if they were going to score points. He has yes. never He's never had a quarterback to be able to take the defense off of keying on him. I think Baker is reliable enough to keep that off. DJ Moore is very effective. Um, I just think he's got a better offense around him this year than he has in previous years where he don't have to touch it, catch 10 passes and carry it 18 times. I'll be happy picking him at two if he gets 17 to 19 touches because he's so dynamic. He's One of them are going to the house. I, and, you know, I agree there. Now, that's why I kind of went with him. I'm telling you, though, if you take him and, and I both of us play a bunch of best balls uh, on – on the dog. <laughs> yeah. And I want you to notice when you get down there to the last rounds, who's still there. And that's his handcuff. I'm just telling you, if you take him, you need to take your hand, his handcuff. And oh, it, there's no doubt. And the thing is, I'm picking that handcuff up as a free pick. No one's touching him. So I'm taking him like the 12th, 13th round. And I'm just, I'm getting them for free. And when, when he goes down, when that porcelain doll goes down, yeah. we, I'm going to have a league winner because no one's – whoever's taking – McCaffrey is not taking the handcuff, and I don't understand why. If you're going to invest that much money in him as a second pick – some people are taking him in the first round, first pick. He's going 101. I'll say now I, watched, I looked at a mock expert draft last night. I believe it was on Twitter. Somebody posted it. Um, and he was one Oh one. I, I like him. I like what he's doing and he's in my top 12, but he, I can't take him that early. Cause I think there's some guys that are, are bell cows on their team and they're going to be right there. Right. And so, so you said you had Cooper cup. Yes. I, man, I'm all over Cooper cup. I mean, there's no reason for him not to do, I don't think he'll do what he did last year, but if he's close, if he's 90% of that. Oh, yes. You're still there. And he's a, he's actually my my third guy. So, I went Taylor, CMC. I'd, I'd go Cup next. He, okay. I mean, he, is, he is what he is. He gets open. He is an unbelievable route runner. Um, And he's finally got a good quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree. I – he uh that quarterback has really surprised me. I, I might even if, if I get if I don't get one of the top guys, I, I might just wait around and, and take him late because I think he's gonna be fine. Right. I think Stafford does a good job. My number three guy is like I said, I'm I'm a volume, volume, volume guy. There's nobody behind him. And that's Harris. Woo. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I've got Harris up there pretty high, I know. And that's why I kind of like – I've got guys up here pretty high. My top six are, are rolling. I don't have a problem picking six, seven, eight this year. That's that's the first time I could ever say that. But I love Harris. I love what he does. I don't think they have – I think he's got uh, – their quarterback is going to be a dump-off guy. They're not going to play that rookie. So, um, what's his name? The left-hander. 
I'm trying to think of who it is. Uh, used to be at the Bears. Why am I forgetting his name? Oh, Trubisky. Yeah, Trubisky. Trubisky's going to dump off to him, so he's going to get he's going to get the runs. He's gonna he's gonna get those dump off passes. He's gonna be a legitimate number one running back. I guarantee you he he finishes top five running back seventy percent of the time this in, in seventeen games. Okay, I, the only thing that scares me is the offensive production. Um, that's the only drawback that I have to that and. You do, do you think they stay with Trubisky the whole year? No, and if they go to the rookie, if the rookie goes in there, then that's even better for, for Harris, I think. Right. I saw something the other day that talked about his explosive plays, and it was not – he just don't have the explosive plays. He's a, like you said, high-volume guy going to get you – if he breaks a run, it's going to be for 15 yards. Yes. Uh, and then line up and do it again, and, and he's looked really well in camp. And uh, I could see it. he's in my twelve. He just he's not at three. And the, the thing the thing about him though that that I really like, like you said, is that the high volume, and he's he's like one of those bruiser guys. But if as as a as a running back, I look at that, and if he's getting volume, there's a chance. For a breakout, there's a chance for a touchdown. There's a chance for a lot of things if they just keep handing him the ball. Oh, if they get inside the five first and go, he's getting it three times. Yes. So there's there's that nine, ten, eleven touchdown upside with him. That's right. That's exactly right. Um. All right. Number four. My number four is Justin Jefferson. <laughs> we're 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 close, man. <laughs> <laughs> I actually. Um, I wish he had a better quarterback, but it is what it is. And, and he, you know, Adam Thielen catches touchdowns for him. Um, I believe that Justin Jefferson could have some touchdown progression, not instead of regression. Um, I think he could increase those numbers because I think Thielen is 32. He's yeah. a little older, early 30s now. And, I think Jefferson's going to be the guy. I don't think their run game is going to be very good, um, and we'll get to that after we get through our top twelve. Because I know, I know what's going to happen when we get through twelve. We can people are going to be like, "Wait a minute!" So we, we can explain that at the end. But I think they're going to do a little more passing this year than what they normally do. I, I do too, and I think I I think Cousins is a is a is another sexy late round pick. He he just. He just gets things done. He was, I think he was, I, I don't know because he wasn't on my team, any of my teams last year, but I bet you he was quarter, quarterback 13 or better last year. And he's been quarterback 13 or better a, a bunch. And don't watch any of his games, but at the end, no. he, at the end, he's going to be 250 and two touch and, and two tutties. And, and those are going to go to Jefferson and, and they be a given. He's going to be 250 and two. And he, you know, He's going to throw a bunch of seven-yard outs, and they'll have to punt the ball away. But those are going to Jefferson. Yeah, because if you – you made a good point. Don't watch him play. Because if you cut on and watch one drive, he'll throw three incomplete passes, and one of them, it won't be anybody even in the screen. <laughs> That's correct. 
I have I have Jefferson at my fifth, and my fourth is Mixon. Mixon's in his prime. He's 26, 27 years old. Uh, he they say that they, people don't like him because he's not a three down back. But if that offense is so good, if everybody's after Chase and everybody's after Burrow, why aren't we after Mixon? And if they're that good, how many good quarterbacks throw to their run third down anyway? Not very many. So he's getting a bunch of passes in, in first and second down from, from Burrow, and he his touchdowns are there, his his volumes. Um, I, now, I wouldn't argue with anybody if they took Jefferson or Chase but before Mixon or, or even – because my top six, you can – they're not changing and and I love them all and I can't argue with anybody when they when they have them in their top six because that they're money I think this just goes to show you why everybody needs a fantasy football partner like me and you are where we can call and talk back and forth because I don't even have mixing in my top 12 yeah see I that 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 that's crazy to me because he's going to be when people are zigging and you can zag and grab Nixon and, and like you said, nobody has them. And so he, here's the thing. Everybody has them. I don't, I wish, I wish I wasn't in the truck and I could pull up his ADP right now. Um, but you think about, it, he's not going until the end of the first or in the top half of the second round. So if you're in the middle and, and, Let's just say you get six pick and, and you get a Jefferson or a Chase right there because you've got to get the best person there. I used to be the world's worst. I was I was running back, running back, and then I start looking at other places. And now I've evolved to where I'm getting the best player available in that first round to me that, that's on my board. And then, but you turn around and get a Jefferson and a Chase, and then it's coming back to you, and you have your chances between. Uh, a Mixon, a Javante Williams, a Chubb, something like that in the middle of the second round. I know Chubb's way down there, but it, those are big-time players. Right. And, and so I'm, I'm looking at Mixon. You know, I, I, I haven't gotten very much Mixon in any of my drafts because I don't – I'm either way, way late in my, um, my best balls or I'm way early – I'm either first or second or 11th or 12th in just about every one of my best balls. I don't have any in the middle, really. I wish I would get a couple in the middle so I could have some adversity on my on my players. But so I haven't had a chance to get Mixon. But I don't. I am not afraid to take Mixon right there in the four, five, six slot. Not at all. No, oh, I got you. So I had Jefferson at four. You had Mixon at what? I had Mixon at four. Jefferson five. All right. At my five, I got Jamar Chase. And you just talked about the offense. It is what it is. Uh, God, how dynamic was that LSU offense with those Jefferson and Chase on it? Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, uh, Jamar Chase, you just went through the offense. Him and Burrow are buddies. I mean, they he's going to find him when he has to have him. He's going to give him his, his looks like he deserves. Um, when you got Higgins on the other side that is going to keep it to where – they're not going to be able to double him that no. much. Right. And you got a really good slot receiver that nobody's drafting in Tyler Boyd. Yes. Um, 
Mixon. So you, they're, they're going to load the box because of Mixon. They're mm-hmm. going to – I mean, you're going to get a lot of uh, uh, man coverage, maybe one over the top. And you give me one over the top with, with Chase, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm buying that. All right. So number six, we're on our sixth pick. If, if we went in order who we'd have, uh, my number six is Devontae Adams. Um, just because it's Devontae Adams. He oh, is, yeah. He's done it every year. I don't think – here's why the going to Derek Carr from Aaron Rodgers does not scare me. They're throwing it to Devontae Adams. His opportunity is still going to be there. It's still going to be coming at you as fast as you can get. And I think the Raiders have enough threats that they can't shift the covers. Like, you look at sometimes at Green Bay, it'd be a corner in his face, a safety over top, and a linebacker taking away the slant. Yes. Because there's nobody else. Well, you you got Waller. You got the speed guys out there. They can't. No, no, they can't. Him and Carr have a bunch of history together, so I'm on Devontae Adams. Uh, I I am too. He's a, he's a couple down for me, but because Chase is my sixth guy, and but uh, again, I can't argue with anybody that wants wants Adams right there. And I've got some guys from seven to twelve. Th- those five guys, right right there, they they've been fluctuating depending on what I've watched and practice or or you know here on uh, on some podcasts but uh yeah I, I i love i love adams i think he's gonna have a great year but i just have chase a little higher and so do you because you got chase yeah. up a little bit more and i and i just have a couple running backs up there that you don't have so that's the only reason why adams is is where he's at for me all right who's your seven my seven is Eckler. Mine too. So you're uh, the running back guy. Talk. You can talk about him. Well, he he he's PPR gold, and, and you know he had he has one of the best quarterbacks in, in the league. He is. I'm going to get me when you see my teams at the end of my drafts. I, I'm going to have me some AF, AFC West guys. That's yes best division in the NFL and you're talking about DFS games. I know we're talking about season right now, but I bet you those conference games, we won't have a, a game below 55 points that we'll no. start looking for, for, you know, we we're looking for 50 or over when we're, when we, you and I do our DFS stuff. Right. I guarantee you we're going to have some, we're going to have some AFC West guys in our lineups during the week when we're, when we're talking about our, our cash games and our GPPs, but I'm going to get me some Eckler. And when I do, I'm going to get spillers because I'm going to cuff him for sure. Cause he, he, you know, he, he is injury prone, but they don't change their offense when they put that, when they put that young kid in there. So uh, Eckler is, is PPR gold. All right. So, you know, you're talking about cuffing. We said it a couple of times here at what point, is there a point in the draft, or is there just guys you have in mind that you know you're cuffing automatically, and then other guys you're just not? I'm cuff. I, I'm I'm cuffing my my number one for sure, I, because most of my most of my guys 
up here are are um are just pawns on a on a chessboard. You know, we're football is a lot different than baseball. You got some talented guys, and we can look at Le'Veon Bell as one of them. You know, he played for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he was everybody's dream guy. He holds out, he comes back, he goes to the Jets. They don't have this. They don't run the same spread and, and zone running that that they that he's used to. He doesn't have those numbers. So if he's good, if he is a great runner to the right, and the coaching staff calls runs to the left because they're stronger on the line that way, well, guess what? He has to run to the left, and he doesn't run well that way. So I I get my running backs. My top running backs are from systems. And right. so I will cuff those guys for sure. And let's just use how I use it. He's not even in my top 12. But I know who you're finna say. Me, mine either. Okay. So let's let's talk about if if I have Elliot, if I picked Elliot in the first round, I would do what I would do with Pollard is I go down on my draft board with Pollard and let's just say his ADP right now is is you know, the 10th round, I'm going to move Pollard up two rounds. Right. So that I, so that I know that I can get him. So I'll be looking for him in the seventh round or something like that. If I was, if I was doing that, if I'm going after, uh, you know, Harris, he doesn't really have one. Mixon doesn't have one. Well then I'm probably going to, I'll handcuff my, my second guy, you know, um, a good one, a good example is Chubb's going the second round. If he's going the second round, and I think Hunt is ADP is like 89 or 90, which is down there in the eighth, ninth round, which I don't understand because they've got the best offensive line. They've got the best running scheme. I'm I'm probably getting cuffed too. I mean, Hunt too. That That's how I would cuff that. CMC, I'm getting his cuff. Eckler, I'm getting his cuff because they have, they have problems. But are you okay? Are you okay paying the price to what it's going to cost you to cuff Chubb with Hunt? Yes, okay. I, because and and Hunt especially, not any of the other ones as much. But their their price isn't as high. But you could actually put Hunt. You could play Hunt and Chubb at the same. You can put Hunt in the flex, and you'd be okay. He's going right. to get you touches, fourteen touches, and. And so he's, he's going to be fine, but like I'm really high on and he's in my thing. We can talk about him when we get down there. Javante Williams, I'm not cuffing him with a 37 year old running back. I know he's not that, I know he's not that old, but I'm not, I'm not taking, I'm not taking him. All right. Okay. Well, we'll go on to number eight. Uh, my eight is Derrick Henry. Um, he is the workhorse of Tennessee. I know AJ Brown's gone, but Robert Woods is back. Don't know how. I mean, he's coming there. Don't know how healthy he is. He is a dynamic wide receiver when healthy. Yes, I think Tannehill's good enough to keep the defense honest. And um, Derrick Henry, even if you don't keep the defense honest, he's still gonna get his. Um. Why he is down there for me at eight instead of where some people are taking three, four, and five is the PPR aspect of it. Um, I don't know how many – you know, he, they tried to increase last year. I think he averaged 
I want to say right at four targets last year a game, uh, which is more than he usually averages. But, yes. Um, he is the guy that they're going to use if they get up just to ice the game. And, you know, there's a lot of times I played him, I had him last year, and you have time and he's got 40 carries, no touchdowns. You're like, man, this is terrible. Then you get midway through the third quarter and the defense is tired of tackling. He ends up with 180 and three touchdowns. Yeah. Um, so don't freak out when the first half's over and he don't have anything because he's a third down, fourth down guy because, to be honest, they get sick of tackling me. Yes. Oh, I agree. Now, I have him a little lower, and the reason why I have him a little lower is because he's coming off that foot injury. And I'm just – I'm afraid – I'm not afraid of, of picking him by any means. I mean, I would take him in the first round, but I've got him a little because I'm just – I've seen these other people come off of this, the same foot injury, and it's going to take him a while. And he's he's a different he's a different beast. But if it wasn't for Henry, let's just and, – and we can see it with Elliot. Uh, we see it with, with Zeke he's starting to decline because of all the carries and all the touches that he had when he was younger. And I know Henry is different. Henry is, is like a Trojan horse and just runs over things. And, but eventually he's going to break down. And I, I hope it's not this year cause he's a Titan, but if I was going with my, if I was going with my heart, I'd be taking him number one over Taylor. But with my head, I just, I, I want somebody else to reap his benefits just in case it, his foot's not healthy. That, that's the only reason why I have him a little lower. Did you see the video where they had the helmet on a stick and he was running and he, they were working on uh, stiff armor and he slapped the helmet to the ground and broke the helmet? No. no. <laughs> yeah, that was a couple of days ago. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. And, and literally, I, I, I love him. I'm rooting for him every Sunday. I just – I'm just scared to be rooting for him, and, and he's he's another CMC for me. You know, it's not as bad, but I just want to make sure he stays healthy. Taking him as my number one my, in my first round, I just want some healthy guys. I know everybody can get hurt, but right. Who's your eight? My my eight is Adams. Okay, all right. Well, we we touched on him a little earlier. All right, my ninth, I'll go because we've already touched on him as Harris. Not okay, Harris. So. Uh, we spoke about him earlier when up there earlier in the round. Who do you have at nine? CMC. That's where I'd take him. Okay. So we're right there. Yeah. I bet we're different on this one. I'll let you go first. Who you got for 10? I got Debo. Okay. Yes, we're different. <laughs> I just think, you know, when they when he started running the ball those last eight games and got eight touchdowns and – then he, then he was in his contract stuff and didn't want to run the ball. And now all of a sudden, he's, he gets an incentive in his contract. And now he says, I'll do whatever the team wants me to do. And I can't stand this player. And, it, and that's Cordell Patterson. And I think he's a gimmick guy. But Debo is the real deal. He's going to do both. You talk about volume. He – now my top six are 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 set in are set in stone, but there ain't no. He might jump over Eckler at seven before we start drafting our 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 big money leagues. Because I I'm just digging them. I don't know what else they got there. And the only 
The only bad thing about it is who his quarterback is. But he's going to – that quarterback's going to sling it. He don't yeah, know and, anything else to do. And he's got some running in him too, so you can see a lot of motion zone stuff off the jet and things like that. And he's in the best offense because they make the best run plays that, that the league has made in five or ten years, in my opinion. I exactly. I and, and I don't have one of their runner running backs up here because of the quarterback. And Debo, I think Debo is their best running back and receiver, and but their their run schemes and everything else that they do is is going to benefit De- Debo. And Debo's got eight hundred thousand dollars on the line for touchdowns and yards. He's going to give him the ball now. Yes, they're going to give it to him. Man. I like. I said sometimes on Twitter and just watch their cutups from games last year, and like it's the running stuff is just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, now. My number ten is Aaron Jones. Okay, uh, you know a lot, people, a lot of people can get him early second, mid second, but he is he is going to be Green Bay football. I know he's got a really good backup that's probably going. Everybody talking about he's going to steal some carries. I don't think so. I think they're going to give Aaron Jones his normal fifteen to eighteen, and you know. He last year really surprised me at some routes he run. He runs several deep routes, um, and Rogers hit him. And my thing is, Rogers throws some of them receivers a couple times, and they drop it. He is going to hammer Aaron Jones with targets. Yes, uh, I, agree. I, I just Aaron Jones plays hard. He runs hard. He's come out and said how much he loves Green Bay. He don't want to leave, um, and. He's just a great running back to me. Oh yeah, they don't have a whole lot right now. Uh, and he he's he's my he, he's my twelve, and my eleven is 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 the young buck from Denver, and that's Javante Williams. And hit last year as a rookie, his his average was higher than than Henry's. His average yes. was, his he's got the highest average of yards after contact. This dude can go. Him and Chubb, Chubb's probably one of the best running backs in in, in football. If he had, if he oh, got yeah. everything, Chubb, if Chubb would get twenty touches like Taylor got, there's no brainer. Chubb, Chubb's my number one. But uh, they they split last year 50-50, exactly the same number. And you know what happened to that coaching staff? They're gone. Uh, this yeah. guy in the, right now they're talking a 70 30 split and everybody's like oh man Gordon's still getting the ball well, who, no uh-uh this guy is if he gets 70 if it goes 70 30 this dude is fixing to go off so his floor is already great and but his ceiling he's gonna he's already gonna win that i mean they already talking about it him winning that job if it's 65 35 he's still unbelievable oh i agree what's his adp right now his adp he's not going until he's like anywhere between 14 and, and 20 the end of the second round so here's the truth if you get one of these guys we're talking about early especially if you draft nine to 12 like my number 11 is stefan diggs 
Yeah. So if I could get Diggs at the one eleven and turn around and get Javante Williams at the two two, yeah, I, I'm in great shape. Um, great shape. That's what I'm saying. This is the first time I don't have a problem drafting eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I mean, nothing that back there. You know, at I used to like either getting right at the turn, so I'm getting two in a row. There are so many good guys that we haven't mentioned yet. They're not in our top twelve that are not in anybody's i mean swift is in is in the top 12 of of adp right now and i've got swift at 22 so i'm getting my guys up here i'm getting two of those guys in first second round yeah and you know and that's what you know we sit and go through this now let me tell her by this we just called this morning and said hey let's talk about the first round tonight you get your 12 guys, I'll get my 12 guys. We did not have no conversation on who was going to get who, where anybody's picking. And, guys, if you have a friend that you can do that with, that's the best thing. Me and Coach Wick talk often, and we go ahead and get our mind made up before we call, and one of us either tries to change it or like, okay, maybe you're right, or I saw this, or I heard this. And that's the best way to approach this. Because you don't want somebody just – you don't want a yes-man in fantasy football just uh-uh. goes, oh, yeah, you're right, take him. No, not at all. And, and that's why we draft together. We we sit across from each other at Buffalo Wild Wings with computers up. I'm drafting. He looks up and go, man, fourth round, sixth pick. I got these two. What do you think? So, you know, and walk through it with everybody. But um, just a little bit about Stefan Diggs. I mean, there's no explanation. He is one of the best receivers in football. And one of the most high-powered offenses in football, I believe, is just going to be this year. And I think Gabriel Davis has emerged enough to take any any attention off Stephon Diggs, where it's, it can be double-teamed or fit into a zone-type system on him. Um, and Josh Allen has really come on and his throwing the passing he does has really emerged his past season. You know, and he has some big numbers passing games. Oh yeah. Now if they have, and, and that's the same. You know, you have Diggs, but but if they put a guy over the top, one man over the top like that, that's going to be on Diggs' side. That other side, he he's going to have a field day. So that won't last long. No, and I and if I don't get Diggs, I've been getting Gabriel Davis in the fifth round. Yeah, late fourth, early fifth. Uh, did you did you do your eleven? My eleven was Javante. My twelve is Aaron Jones. They're they but they're they're interchangeable. All right, my twelve is Ceedee Lamb. Um, I hope I hope you're right. I hope he comes together. The more I've watched and the more I've done this, uh, I just can't keep him out of it. I mean, he who else are they throwing to? Nobody right now. Hopefully, Michael Gallup come back and help him out. If Michael Gallup comes back, they'll be good. And, and Schultz, that's all they have. I mean. And I don't think their defense is that good this year, so they're going to be throwing the ball. Yeah, I mean, you know, and Lamb is a in-college unbelievable athlete, and then he's shown signs last year, but for God bless Amari Cooper, they just kept feeding him the ball. And he'd have good games, but then, like, if you had him on a team, you'd start him, he'd go two catches for six yards, three catches for eight yards, and like, I'm sick of Amari Cooper, I'm benching him. Then he'd go nine catches for 140 and three touchdowns. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because that that's something that we don't do, which I 
I, I like because we do fight. We, we fight these guys back and forth, and we, we, we hem haw about them, and we make sure. But when we get done with our our ones and our twos, mm-hmm. usually if it's a matchup, prob- they, it doesn't matter what the matchup is, they do not come out of our lineup, which helps us where we're not – doing like that and putting Amari Cooper in for two weeks, doing nothing, pulling him out, and then he goes off. Right. You know, we're not putting ourselves in that situation. We're, we've got our, our one and two wide receivers and our one and two running backs that are golden no matter what. And then we're messing with the flex player. Come on now. we got two yeah. flexers in there, and, and that's when then we're going matchups. But other than that, our lineups stay the same. And – I'm done with my lineups, my lineup builds. Look, it's head to head. It's not like baseball where it's rotisserie and you're playing and you got points for the whole week. This is, man, we're going head to head every week. And I just need guys that are consistent. If you're going to beat one of our teams, you're going to have a good week. Now, don't, I mean, granted, we've gone into, limped into the playoffs with 10 wins, you know, eight wins, 10 wins. And I know that's week 17, we, that's when we want to win. But when they play us, they've got to score some points to beat our teams because our teams are going to be consistent. Our guys have high floors and high ceilings. Yeah, and, and you know, you can't get – you can't look back a lot of times and look back and score. You scored 90 points in a PPR league, and you go, God, I'm terrible, let me – let me revamp. Let me do some trades. Let me do this. No, Just take yeah. it. It's a bad week. Move on to the next. I can't tell you the number of weeks last year. I got so frustrated. Uh, first of all, I had too many injuries. But second of all, I'd score 160 points and get beat 163 to 160. And everybody else in the league scoring 120. Right. I mean, that's going to happen. And when that happens, you know your process is right. You don't, it, you don't want to go and get – I mean, just let's use Schultz for an example. Schultz is is on the waiver wire, and he scores 23 points as a tight end. You don't go out and spend your fab on that. You missed it. You didn't get it because he's not going to score 23 points the next week. I mean, most tight ends score you nine points except for three of them. So don't do – I mean, I'm just using a, a tight end as an example, but there's a lot of times that we'll have a guy on our bench. We'll have Higgins on our bench. And we have Chase. All right, we got both. Higgins goes off and Chase doesn't. We don't flip-flop those. Chase is still the number one receiver. You missed it. You missed it. It, it just happens. I mean, you, you yeah, use him as an injury. Use him as something else. Or you can put him in as a flex if he starts to get steady. But don't put him in there for Chase because he beat Chase one week. Because then you're flip-flopping that. You'll never win that way. The best way I can tell – somebody to realize if you're at the point you need to make a move or something, give yourself four to five weeks. If you go back and you're in the top five in points out of a 12-team league, you're good. You just had some bad breaks. That's right. Now, if you go back and you're number 10, then you probably need to do something. Yes. There are some issues. But if you're in the top five out of 12 after four weeks and you're – two and two and you're like or one and three you just have bad breaks it has nothing to do with you're on the right path something's gonna fall your way just keep riding it out 
That's right. And and that's something else about us doing this together is because I, I can do it and you can do it too. But we have the other one to tell us not to panic. Like we go 0 and 2, we're wanting to revamp the whole team. We we got no our system where we don't even we don't even start freaking out after the first four weeks. You know, that's a quarter. That's no. the first quarter. Second quarter by eight, we want to be, you know, if if you go 0 and 4 in the first quarter and, and you go three, three and one, the second quarter, the second quarter, you're still got a good shot. Yeah. And you know, I now don't get us wrong. We can't act like I don't call him on the first week of NFL Sunday at four o'clock and tell him I absolutely suck at this. Why do I keep giving money to this? <laughs> don't think we're like, Oh, we're good and calm. No, we're not calm. Things no, don't go good. We are trashing everybody. We probably, we cannot record those phone calls because I don't know <laughs> what's allowed on Apple Podcasts and all. But uh, that's right. You know, it, it's just we your previous, but we don't hold. You can't hold grudges against players. You got to get who you no. want to get. But uh, we're gonna wrap this up because it's getting late. And yep. I'll put this up in the morning. But I'm gonna run down my twelve again by name, and then I'll let you run down the twelve. Kind of okay. everybody else see it. Um, I have I went Taylor, CMC, Cup, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Austin Eckler, Derrick Henry, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, Stephon Diggs, and CD Lamb. Okay. And I went I went Taylor, Cup, Harris, Mixon, Jefferson at five, Chase at six, and I went Eckler. At seven, Adams at eight, CMC nine, Debo ten, Javante Williams eleven, and Aaron Jones twelve. All right, so that's our twelve. One thing I do want to hit on real quick: everybody's going to ask where is Dalvin Cook, guys. We are both not. When we finish these twelve, you know, we just went through all of them. I think we're on the same page. The offense he is in now is not conducive to his best case scenario. No, uh, they're they're not going to be a zone running team. I'm a huge Florida State fan. Florida State went to a zone team when Dalvin Cook was there because that is what he was really good at. Yes. Anything beside a zone, he did not really excel. I mean, he was above average. I, he's an NFL running back, of course, but. Minnesota did a lot of zone stuff, and that's what he's great at. Now, this year, they're not. So, that's why he's not in our top 12 before anybody mm-hmm. says, I can't believe you don't have him up there. Yeah. No, he's not He's not in there because th- th- that exact reason. Um, and he could run for 2,500 yards this year. I don't know. Yeah, he, and he might, and and that's okay. But this that's our process. We're just not throwing, we're just not throwing stuff out there, and, and we're not – putting people up there just because everybody else is either. I mean, I've got some guys up there that nobody has in there. You do too. Yeah, but now let me let me say this. Second round, pick four, Dalvin Cook's on the board, I'm taking him. Yes. Uh, you know, we're not we're not stupid. I mean, I got him 15, so I mean, he's right there. I mean, he's middle of second round to me, but... Yeah, I, I think just, I've got my next two running backs are Mixon and Swift, and then probably Cook. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't have him as my, you know, my solid top rounder, but he hit 
his draft capital in the second round, I, and he's running around there. I'll take him, but everybody's taking him five, six, or seventh, and I'm I'm not doing it. Yeah. Well, man, going there, and I know uh, you got you got a new puppy. You probably got to take outside and take care of all that. So, uh, hey, how's your golf match go? Uh, I'm one and zero, buddy. One and zero. Hey, that's the way to start. <laughs> we got we got to get some bets on it. We got to get a cash game or GPP going with your. There you go. <laughs> all right, we'll see you. Uh, see y'all. Oh, that's a joke.